0: Wow, what a difference. The, the Talkbuster podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Chris <laughs> Chipman, aka the Chippa from Twitter and the Talkbuster podcast, as well as the Chipman Brothers Tangent, shooting the shit with Chippa, and the Creating Geeks podcast with my wife, Sarah, who's sitting right over there. Welcome to the first ever live recording of the Talkbuster podcast. <gasps> Thank you very much. I am joined here by um, the folks I worked with the very first time I worked for Blockbuster at the Salem, Massachusetts store, and we are in Salem, Massachusetts at Opus Underground. Thank you, Opus, for putting this on, everybody. Thank you. I'm, I'm joined by my original store manager, Scott. My brother, Bob, movie Bob Chipman. Michelle, who was one of the assistant store managers when I was there, and my store manager later on. Steve, also an assistant store manager. Paul, an assistant store manager. And Tim, who just worked there forever. I started at 17 years old as a lowly CSR and um, I was way younger and couldn't work past 10 o'clock at night. That's actually how I met my wife because she hung out with Paul and she would show up at 10 o'clock at night and I would hang out with her till they all got off at 1 o'clock in the morning. (laughs) And You can put two and two together about what happened after that. Um, Before...
1: Steve. That kind of babysitter. Yes.
0: Yes, Steve. What did happen after that, Steve? I don't know. Okay then. Okay then. (laughs) We'll just leave it at that. I am I am not going to elaborate. But we have two children, so woohoo! Before I start, I just wanted to leave. um, You know, I've said this on my show before, but my father always wanted to be in radio, um, and I feel like podcasting, which my brother got me into by doing the Chipman Brothers Tangent, um, which eventually created this show. Um, was kind of my spiritual way of doing what he always wanted to do so I wanted to dedicate this today to my dad Peter Chipman because I feel like he wouldn't quite get what I was doing necessarily but he'd probably be really proud of it and he's not here today to join this with us so I just wanted to do that Um, but you know on my show normally I promote you know other podcasts my whole outlook on this is I'm a small guy in a really really big pond so I want to talk about the people who um, I think are awesome and also contribute and benefit to my show. So I wanted to thank the folks at Cinema CinemaSpection, Tim, who's on stage, and Corinne, um, for being here today and for also being great friends and letting me be on their show. I want to thank the people... Um, From the Pumpkin cast, right there, Tyler Gorman, who's sitting in the audience. The folks from the Geeks with Shields podcast, who are also out in Oregon and I think either Utah or Iowa, um, they have me on their show a bunch. The folks from Adventure Incorporated, a Dungeons & Dragons podcast, who I went to college with, a couple of them, Um, it's wonderful. And the guy from Engaged Family Gaming, who I believe is planning on being here today, but I haven't seen him, but either way, um, thank you guys all that much. And for an ad read, you know, you're all at Opus Underground. Enjoy their food, enjoy their beer, enjoy their mixed cocktails. We have the Dropbox and what is it? What's the other one? Run the Tapes. Run the the Tapes, tapes, um, which are Blockbuster-themed drinks. Enjoy those. Cinema Salem, who donated some stuff for the door prizes who are right around the corner. If you want to see a movie, why go to AMC? Go to Cinema Salem. Silver Moon Comics and Collectibles, because they're the only good comic shop in Salem, Massachusetts. You should go there. They're amazing. Um, Also, uh, the Blockbuster in Bend, Oregon, for donating your door prizes and your prizes from Trivia, and also these awesome Blockbuster shirts that we're wearing because all of our Blockbuster shirts have been burned and forgotten about.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Even
0: though I brought it back. So, uh, anyways. So, with that, we're going to start the show, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. So, well, if you guys have ever been to, like, a con, like Comic Con or anything, I, I've never had this many guests on the show before. So, I figured I'd do it con style and see how the um, room starts feeling and how the questions start going. So, I figured I'd just go right to left. Um, that's your left and my right, so stage right, um, with Scott. And start with the, where are you from? So we'll start with Scott Robbins.
3: Uh, I grew up in North Reading, but I live in Agawam, Agawam, Mass now, right outside of Springfield, like two minutes from Six Flags. And uh, just happy to be here. Support my buddy. Thanks, buddy. And excellent. And Bob? I'm from Lynn. I'm from where he
0: is. So uh, pretty much every, pretty much every. I did not know that. Pretty much everything he, pretty much everything he's gonna say is uh, gonna match to me. But uh, that's where I'm from. Yeah. Other than you know, Bob actually makes a living doing all of this online stuff, and you guys should follow. Him. I, I
4: make money. Let's let's not go nuts.
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs> Michelle. Uh, grew up in Danvers and currently reside in Peabody, so not far away.
5: Steve. I live in Lynn.
2: Paul? <laughs> <laughs> well?
1: Oh, man. Uh, raised in Everett, Danvers, Georgetown, Beverly, yeah. diminished and went to the West, not necessarily in that order. Now I live in Keene, uh, New Hampshire. It's a place, it's a thing. Yeah, he had a long
5: drive.
0: If you hit Vermont yeah. and
1: get a nosebleed, that's kind of where I'm at.
0: Paul got out of work at 10 a.m. today to be here for this. Mm. <laughs> Let's not talk about that.
6: <laughs> Tim. Uh, I grew up in Lynn and pulled off a daring and complicated escape and now live in Salem, which I'm quite happy to. Mm.
0: Awesome. And I'm from Lynn, Massachusetts. Um, why did I work at the Salem, Massachusetts store? Because all of these folks looked there and the Lynn store was scary. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Yes, it was. And I'm not talking about, you know, culturally. I'm talking about Jesus Christ. Um, it was just too damn busy. Yeah. Um, we went and helped them with inventories there. And, you know, you'd have more stolen and lost and wrong films than you would... Real, it was terrible. Yeah, never, never. It, it's an auto parts store now.
4: It is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was next to a Wendy's. I think that was the one saving grace, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was right near the the Salem store had a Burger King and a Taco Bell and a McDonald's. The Lynn one had a Wendy's yeah. and also yeah. a Burger King and the yeah. McDonald's and now a Taco Bell and now a Popeyes. Yeah. You know, had the,
1: It had the Taco Bell. It did have it, the Taco it Bell. It did
0: have the Taco too. Bell. Um, in fact, we would have the quesadilla eating contest, and I, um, that brings me to a point before before moving on. I'd like to thank a couple of people that were part of this original group that are not here today, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to go into why they're not here today. But but spiritually they're here. I want to thank Jeremy Soltis yes. for being part of this mm-hmm. group. He was the king of the quesadilla eating contest from Taco Bell. Um, he, he was a blast. He was also known for spending the majority of his shifts playing Grand Theft Auto on the PlayStation 2 in the back room. Yeah. Just yeah. to yeah. clarify. Yeah. And also just, not on his shifts. Mm-hmm. Just to clarify, he's <laughs> yeah. not dead. He's just, No, no, no. Gosh. He just, yeah. there's... For some people, for some people, this time was not as um, good to remember as others. Mm -hmm. So, um, that that and Casey Malone, who's out in California, were part of our our original group who worked at the store, and Andrew Connor, who I've had on the show, um, he'll be his episode will be releasing soon, and some others who we worked with later, who I plan on doing this again with. So, um, again, I'm from Lynn. Um, I worked in Salem because Bob worked there. Yeah. Um, so starting back with Scott, why Blockbuster? And what video store did you rent from before you rented at Blockbuster or before you worked there?
3: Uh, growing up as a kid, I rented a one-stop video. It was this small, in a strip plaza you walked in, all the movies would be on the counter. It would, the store wasn't big at all. It was just a big bowling alley and um, fond memories grabbing rentals growing up. And I worked at Blockbuster as a shift supervisor when I was in college and couldn't find a job out of school. and. So continue to work there, and all of a sudden they gave me a store, and it was more money than I had ever seen as a 22-year-old kid, so that's how I got my start. Bob? Oh, gosh. Uh, well, I mean, I
0: started... I think Salem was, like, the Salem block was the first time I got, like, paid to do anything. I think I'd interned at uh, the Lynn item for, uh, like, a half a semester in high school as because I had to for school credit. I uh, didn't get paid for that, but uh, this was just I, I wanted a job I wanted some spending money and uh, decided that I should uh, you know try at this video store and uh, they had a hiring sign up and I uh, applied and I got it and uh, you know I was very always big into you know films film history I was studying to go well self-studying because you know there were no high schools offering like good media classes where in where we were now and it's changed I think obviously now that's more of a thing but uh, I was trying to get into like you know film programming college and I you know, so just watching all kinds of movies. And okay, I'll shrug. I'll work in a video store. That seems to be, you know, a good thing to do. And uh, I did. I uh, met uh, Tim. You were you were there when I got there, right? Yeah, yeah I'd you been were there. there for a little yeah. while. Yeah, but I think I was there for like two weeks or at least a month or so before we actually encountered each other.
6: I think so. I think we just kept missing each other on shifts. I worked
0: because you worked in the daytime and I worked at night, right? Or was it the other way around?
6: Um, I think at that point I was still doing night shifts on the weekends. Okay, I switched to days later. Yeah,
0: yeah, because and just for for the context here is that we we now look like completely different people, but like at the the time going in we were very similar looking people. I didn't have a beard. He had hair uh I did you Once. Know.
6: it was beautiful it was wonderful <laughs>
0: yeah, and uh so we were very similar looking and had like I don't know a similar temperament but like you know just just you know movie encyclopedia guys I guess in the days before cell phones that was considered like uh like like a magic trick you know no one else had heard of like the internet movie database so you know this was like a thing. You know, you just, oh yeah, an actor, like, like this was, you, those of you who like, you know, came up after 1997, this makes, will make no sense to you. <laughs> but like, you know, if you couldn't just look everything in human history up. So like knowing things just out of the, out of your head was considered like a very special skill. And so as I was going in to work in this place, I would be told that, you know, we got this other guy here, and it's like the same guy. <laughs> now, now, we're not actually the same guy, but like this is what I would constantly hear was, he was like, no, no, we got mistaken for the guy, and I was like, okay, so who is this other guy? And we would like just keep missing each other like by time, so then I finally ran into this guy, and I was like, oh, okay, shit, yeah, all right, yeah, okay, yeah, I see it. And uh, we have been friends pretty much ever since, right? So, pro- pro- so yeah. probably going on like 16 years, right? Uh, yeah, it sounds this about right. Is, this is about that, this. This is about that. And the thing is, and as it turns out, we grew up like maybe two miles from each other. Like, there's no cosmic reason that we should not have like met before this, before we were in our like twenties. It just it's had to bizarre. be that way. <laughs> no, it's 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 really bizarre. It was bizarre
2: inevitable. Here.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's weird. Although maybe if we have if we maybe probably been like enemies or something. I feel like that might have been too close. I <laughs> hope not. But. I don't know. <laughs> now, if it, not like for a reason. It just seems like one of those things that would happen. I do remember you used to get me in
6: trouble, though, because um, Bob has some great movie taste, but not everyone agrees with it, and he'd recommend movies to people, and they'd come in the next day and start yelling at me, what did you mean re- recommending that? There, I think there were a couple of Takashi Mike ones that did not go over well with some of the older crowd. Well, no, it's people. More than people with
0: kids. Yeah, well, yeah no, well, because, uh, because we, I, I, I recommend... you uh, to, to, Ichi- to, Ichi- the Killer is a children's film. What it's are you talking about? It's a wonderful film. <laughs> it teaches them so much. Well, well because I... I was trying to amuse myself. (laughs) Like this this is almost at the expense of my safety. (laughs) I didn't know. I didn't I didn't know the I didn't know these things. Plus, yeah, have some fun with it there. You you gotta. Otherwise, I mean, we're being all nostalgic about it now, but this really was like a cripplingly dull environment. Yeah, <laughs> with the uh, you know, you asked like what video stores we rented from before. I remember going into you know like uh, where did we where did we go? Atlas At- Video. At- Atlas Video, which, which is mean? a hair salon, which is on a hair- Boston Street it's Tower a, Hill. Yeah, it was all it's it's been a, an insurance company and a nail salon and just every little thing now, but it was like it was a hole in the wall, you know. It was like the bottom floor of someone's house, and you know like one room and had like you know just hundreds of videos but it was you know it had that kind of seedy grimy you know good old school video store atmosphere where you know maybe you wouldn't get you know you'd never get the movie you wanted this was blockbuster's big innovation that they but yeah. you know they they wouldn't have the uh, you know a whole bunch of really interesting stuff, but they would have 700 copies of Analyze This, because that's what everyone wanted to rent that weekend. But like, you know, the real old school video store would have like five copies of the new movie, and then they'd have all this, you know, old, just, just, Whatever would fit on VHS, and you would always find this weird, obscure stuff. Like, that's the energy that I came out of. So, you know, that's, that's just where my mind went. And, you know, Blockbuster was, you know, we're nostalgic about it, but it's, it's these cream colored walls and the yellow and the blue and the fluorescent lighting and just a very kind of, you know, vaguely dystopian atmosphere to be in. So I had to make my fun where I could and tricking, you know, unsuspecting people into. Re- I never, I was never dishonest. I I I never I never ever told people like no 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 this R rated movie is fine for your kids I never like you know trick people into renting porn you know we that. didn't have <laughs> porn that, that well was no, not something but we could actually Red shoe Well no but I never no no but like I never sent a 7-year-old home with the Andy Sedaris movies or something you <laughs> <laughs> but no but you know I I wouldn't like you know censor it down for like it's like oh, you know maybe these people don't want to see the lesbian fish monster movie but you know I think <laughs> which was an actual thing but their kids that do. was that was one of the 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 uh, the the oh shit the the uh, AIP remakes? Oh, the Showtime Creature? Yeah, yeah. That was uh, the, the mermaid thing with Carlo Gugino. Sea She-Creature, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I remember it. Yeah, most of those were terrible. That was pretty good. That was good. Huh? That was pretty good. I ran off on a tangent. I'm sorry. Well, th- that's the answer to that. Michelle. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. How um, do you follow, follow that? that up? Right? Um, renting videos growing up, I never actually did, believe it or not. Not till I started working for Blockbuster. Um, I ended up in Salem because I wanted a fun job and y'all looked like you were great people to work with. She would also show up with apple pies from
0: McDonald's that were fried instead of baked. I did work for McDonald's as well. Yes,
4: I would bring the food.
0: I was the food girl. Steve? Oh, Uh,
5: so growing up, I rented uh, videos from Video Marquee in Peabody where I grew up. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Worked in Salem because Jeremy worked there actually. And we went to high school together. I went in there one day and uh, recognized him, and he was like, Hey, you know, what are you up to? And whatever. And um, he eventually said, You should get a job here. So (laughs) we went up to the manager, and he was like, You should hire Steve. She was like, Karen. No, no, not Karen. This was uh, Benita. This was before Karen. And and she was like, Okay, well, uh, when can you work? And I was like, Well, I can work during the days. And um, so she hired me on the spot, and I immediately took Jeremy's day shifts, which he was very upset about. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he might have a little bit of, you know, regret doing yeah. that. That's the whole reason he's not here. Yeah, that's it. That's <laughs> the um, Yeah,
0: Paul.
1: Oh boy. Okay. Um, so Steve, how long have we known each other? Uh, since freshman year of high school. Okay, so you'd normally recognize me on the street, correct? Yeah. Okay, so when Jeremy, when I told Jeremy I needed a job because I was in a place where I was no longer living with my family and there was a condition I had to get a job, Mm -hmm. so I scrambled to get a job. Jeremy said, work for me, or work with me. I said, okay. And I walk in, I see this kid that I've known for how many years? I think you have this story wrong, by the way. I think I got it it. it. You're behind the the desk. And they're like, I'm like, oh, Steve. He's like, oh, you're that guy? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Steve. So I ended up um, interviewing, getting hired, because Jeremy got me a place there. You were there, so you put in, finally, some good words for me because they didn't, you didn't realize what my last name was. That's what it was. I, You're like,
2: I don't. Oh, so, I still
1: think you remember this wrong, man. I don't remember it that way at all. You don't remember being surprised that I showed up? I'm like,
5: oh, no. it's that guy. I, I think I remember Such it being Such a stringent that you hiring know, process. Right? <laughs> so, uh, but um, but I I don't think you.
1: I don't think you, think you have the story. Name. No, I, I, I don't seriously think. don't think you year. Anyway, so um, supposedly uh, Steve didn't recognize me. Jeremy got me in. Uh, Steve seconded the notion and the next thing I knew we were uh, I was working there with the rest of you guys Mm -hmm. and still doing the nights pretty much and I was going to college so I would work for the most part Friday Saturday Sunday some of the week nights but that's what I did. I will say that when I knew you in high school you had short
5: hair. You walked into Blockbuster did. with shoulder-length hair. <laughs> yeah, it was dyed red. <laughs> and it was dyed red. I used so to have hair. Yeah. Maybe, so did look a little bit different. Maybe I was uh, shocked because of that.
1: That might have been. I didn't resemble anyone. Well, I mean, senior year, I still kind of had, like, eh, over the year. Maybe. Yeah.
6: Uh, the first video store I started renting at was this tiny little hole in the wall in Swampscott called Video Perfection. Great little place. And I used to love perusing the horror section, finding the most bizarro random horror movie I'd never heard of. And, like, oh, I've got to see what this is. And then eventually, in Lynn on Eastern Avenue, this another tiny little hole-in-the-wall store opened up that was just called The Video Store. And if you remember The Video Store from Clerks, that was pretty much it. Mm -hmm. And I eventually kind of finagled my way into a job there. And it was wonderful. I loved it. And eventually, this other store opened up nearby in Salem, The Blockbuster, and put us out of business. So I ended up uh, needing a job. I ended up working for the man. That's right. I sold out. And... um, Once I started there, it's funny because at the old video store, I could just, you know, sit in a chair, watch Star Wars. Every once in a while, somebody would rent a movie. Blockbuster was a whole other experience for me, just running around, running back all the movies. I was super exhausted the first night, and I'm like, oh my god, am I going to be able to do this night after night? And uh, yeah, it turns out I did, and worked there on and off until about from 1996 to 2006. In fact, my last day was one day before the 10th anniversary of me starting there wow yeah with a couple little bits off for trying to work at a newspaper boy that was a disaster and trying to work at like a sam goody also a disaster so i remember the sam goody i'm trying not to i'm sorry
0: (laughs) (laughs) briefly oh sam goody there's also strawberries right yes yes and coconuts and tower records virgin records
4: FYE FYE
0: there is still a sun coast in a philadelphia
1: no there is not yes
0: there is FYE free yes everything supposedly there's still a sun coast in a philadelphia mall and i have i've have been this close to just going to philadelphia sometimes <laughs> we we no
1: shit we should do that
0: so l- ladies and gentlemen i didn't draw attention to it at the beginning but this right here sitting next to me is the gumball machine from the Blockbuster in Salem, Massachusetts on Three Traders' Way. Um, it still has the gumballs that we probably it's put original. in It's original. I bought it yeah. in 2007. No, 13, sorry, when the store was closing. Yeah. And, um... Uh, it still had the Carl and Ray gumballs in it. Everyone remember that ad campaign? Mm-hmm. That was 1999, 2000. So um, it's been in my basement. They're not in great shape, but I'm having everyone that I have on the show physically sign it. So that's why I brought it here. Yeah. And it also has my nice logo up here.
1: I thought so. you were trying to give us all malaria.
6: Yes, yes, <laughs> yeah. sorry. Don't eat them.
0: Yeah. Also,
6: don't look at them. Don't
0: taunt them. <laughs>
1: if they should sprout an eye, do not look me <laughs>
0: Yeah. So this, <laughs> this 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 is my piece of memorabilia. Do you remember so, who ooh, the voices of Carl and Ray were? It was people remember Jim Belushi. The, yeah, the, yeah. It was it was a rabbit and a, and a oh. guinea pig <laughs> in a pet store across the street from a blockbuster the weirdest yeah, ad trying to like, imagine a special people meeting. have so much
3: fun they yeah, had a like,
0: special store meeting at one in the morning where we all had to show up for it after closing so we could special watch these store before meeting. everyone else yeah because yeah. it was a, it was this like debuted on the Super Bowl it was their Super yeah. Bowl yeah. and it was like the most expensive ad they had ever created yeah. and it
6: was Belushi and James Woods so yeah. just yeah. definitely the cuddly people that you want yeah, voicing yeah. your characters yeah.
0: here. and it was a Phil Tippett thing as it turns out yes, no shit oh, yeah that was that was a Tippett Studios animation that's that's pretty funny. Yeah. So th- those here, we've talked about it on the show before, but I like to bring up the gumballs. Um those of you out there might say, Oh, cool, ha, <laughs> gumball machine. We all cringe when we look at the gumball machine because uh-huh. as weird yeah. as this is, these little gumballs were one of the highest money mark money-making things the Blockbuster had going in the store. Aside yeah. from your late fees. Aside from yeah. your late fees. Uh-huh. Restocking uh-huh. fees, Paul, restocking I fees. I was yeah. late charge. So was I. Um, so, these gumballs, they paid like a quarter of a cent each, and they cost you guys 25 cents, so that's a huge markup. Yeah. And we would do things like oh, well, your hours for the previous year of the previous week would compare to your current year's hours, and then you'd be able to create your hours for the next week as like a percentage increase or decrease over that. So, if you had a whole lot of people coming back from school or like wanted to run an inventory, you you'd, you'd just have someone in. do the gumballs because yep. the Counting quarters the had to be counted individually and scanned individually. <laughs> And you'd always have the new um, CSR that oh, started yeah, that yeah. week do it. Um, it still has the regist- the uh, the security tape stuck to the back of it. You guys can still see it after the show. <laughs> uh, that um, would hold the back on because we lost the key. Same yep. with the top here. Yeah,
1: the top always came off. No one yeah. figured this out. It still had quarters
0: in it. It did. Yes. It still had quarters in it when I got it. And like I said, it still had oh, Carlin Carl Ray Ross in there. In so so yeah. that's crazy. Um, it is the gumball uh, machine?
1: <clears throat> do you guys remember when someone come and, like, one of the kids would get a gumball and be like, well, i to get a gumball. Go. And you're like, don't, don't, do- oh, don't eat it. Oh, oh
0: God, God. God, no. <laughs> they can like, hear the
1: thing roll down. You're like, oh, someone's going to lose teeth from that someday. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: So, I mean, w- we all worked for Blockbuster for a decent amount of time. Um, but I wanted, and Bob even left and came back, just like Jeremy left and came back. Um, but I want to talk about Salem in particular, because you guys were all from Salem. So in the years we worked for Salem, what was the favorite, your favorite movie that you can remember that came out while you were there? And again, this can be, a, a, whatever, it can still just be the favorite movie ever, a blockbuster, whatever, but try to think about Salem, that like 1999 to 2003 is when I'm thinking time frame before we all kind of get split up. Um, Scott.
3: Pulp Fiction.
0: Pulp Fiction is a great movie. And that actually probably would have got released on DVD while we were there. Because a reminder, Mm. when I started in 2000, 2001, we had one bay of DVDs. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Everything else was VHS tapes. So you ran around running these tapes, VHS tapes, think about, like, mm-hmm. carrying before they had the carts, because everybody's poor back's hurt. Um, you'd run, you know, you know as you many, t- you'd have it under your chin, double stack, yeah. we'd have contests. It wasn't as fun with DVDs, in my opinion. But, Bob? Jeez, I wish I had uh, known you were going to ask this. So I would have, like, <laughs> giving us a time frame. Sorry. Kind of... Looked up. I mean, you just uh, say your favorite movie that came out while you worked at Blockbuster. That's cool, too. Ah, wow. Uh phew. See the thing is, like during during like the middle of that period is like when like probably probably Lord of the Rings when it came out. But I was at Suncoast at that point because I was like at Sam Goody Slash Suncoast for a decent period in between uh, my shifts at Blockbuster. Ah, uh, could also be like I favorite w- release. I like, even really wish I had a, an interesting answer for this. That's okay for like a, a, a tr- shit. I remember when you worked there, American Beauty came out, and the big scandal was that we only got, like, two copies, but it was nominated for Best Picture. Right, right, and then they <laughs> sent a bunch more. Yeah, and finally. Yeah. We had, like, a whole wall of it. But that, that, happened with, that happened with a couple things. That happened with Road to Perdition, too. Yes, They only did. sent a few, because it hadn't done great in theaters. Oh, and then peop- I thought it was something with the studio. They didn't want to play
6: Blockbuster's game, and so Blockbuster's oh, was like, oh, oh right, we'll just carry yeah. a few of your movie then.
0: Yeah, and then, and then people found out it had Tom Hanks in it, and they had to get, like, a bunch of them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh wait you know you know what was a fun recommendation I remember this because I came back when because uh, when, this was right when I came back the second time was when Brotherhood of the Wolf came out oh La Pacte Loops uh, yeah when that was like the fir- uh, like a first US release and that like got a good thing that, w- that was that was fun that was fun of... recommending that to people yeah because like people realize, like no it's yeah I know it's French but it's not what you're thinking of when you think of you know like a, like a French movie because like, trust me you'll, you'll get into it who's seen Brotherhood of the Wolf who has not seen Brotherhood of the Wolf Please find it. Yeah, go go and then send send me on Twitter or somewhere what you thought of it. It is not what you think. (laughs) Yeah, go. Yeah. Um, cool. Is is that Mark De best movie, Chris? Yes, do you think? Absolutely. Is that
4: his? It is. Michelle, I'm gonna say the Lord of the Rings. Always a good answer.
0: Actually, I had a Lord of the Rings gag that I had planned for the beginning of this, and I forgot to do it. So I'll do it at the beginning of the Q and A thing. Steve. I'm gonna have to say it's a cross between Session Nine and Pan's Labyrinth. Ooh, who's seen Session Nine? If you're from around here and you haven't seen it, see it. See that movie? It's It's a horror movie filmed at Denver State Mental Hospital before they renovated it. It wasn't. It's amazing. Was that it was filmed there? It was filmed filmed there. there. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Paul. Ooh. See, I was at the movie theater when
1: when the Rings came out. Yep. So I I would have to say. Yeah, like three um, one of the movies that got me there was one that Jeremy grabbed and brought to me when I was living at my house in Georgetown which is Pecker nice <laughs> which is amazing, a great movie. amazing if you want to see like a hand puppet of the Virgin Mary that just screams full of grace good thing to watch
2: um,
1: there was Cecil be Demented which was just insane um, but there was also like the irrefutable truth about demons it is a terrible mm. horror movie <laughs> but it has some lines in it where you're just like my god and it's like one of the most quotable things ever it's a b-rate horror flick but it's if you're drunk you can watch it just fine <laughs> so.
6: for me it's tough because you're talking about like 10 years worth of right movies. right so uh, a couple that spring to mind and i'm i swear i'm not trolling when i say this eternal sunshine the spotless mind i love that <laughs> movie from the first time i saw it exactly why do you- um, <laughs> And two other ones that spring to mind, Ginger Snaps, I remember that was yes. one of those, not quite blockbuster Ooh, yeah. exclusives, but one of the ones they got a good deal on, and I recommend the hell out of that to everybody, because I think pretty much everybody I recommend to liked it. And um, funny, one related that, uh, to one that came up during the trivia question, um, Eve's Bayou, directed by the same director as Caveman's Valentine, Casey Lemons, with Samuel Jackson. If you haven't seen it, Definitely track it down. It's an amazing, amazing movie. That's another one that I found. Everyone just loved who yeah. I recommended
0: it to. And she has a new movie this year. She, she in, does in a few yeah. months. She has the the, the Harry Tutman movie, right? Yep.
6: Yeah. I'm psyched about that one. That
0: was good. For me, there was there was a lot of big movies during the time we worked there. Um, and you know, I loved the idea of the big movies coming out. And I know that seems like like a you know, oh, corporate thing. You know, the smaller ones. Like when I before I had come there, and, and I'll use Jeremy as a person as to step off of here from from the not corporate stuff Mm. I know Tim isn't fond of it but um, the uh, Boondock Saints was a big deal and for those of you that have seen Mm. Boondock Saints Mm. and didn't know that was a Blockbuster exclusive the only reason you could get that in the United States was because of Blockbuster and we had two copies on VHS and one of them got stolen <laughs> so that was a movie everyone came in looking for. Um, you know, local director, local themed movie. If you haven't seen it, it's you know great little gangster movie about Boston, but not really filmed in Boston. Um, But, you know, since Jeremy's not here, I'll bring up the Boondock Saints, because that was his big thing, you know, that he told everybody about, and he felt he was personally responsible for it being popular. Jeremy also (laughs) has... We did
5: push it hard. Jeremy
0: also has convinced a lot of people that he was the creator of most things on the internet, so you you gotta have to take a a bit of a grain of salt with that. He is big in Japan. He's (laughs) huge in Japan. Yeah. Um... You know, he's the kind of guy that when something happens with Anonymous, he goes, oh, yeah, no, I had a wow raid that night. Oh, I'm sure you did, Jeremy. Um, anyway. He was uh, out of town when that shit went out. Yeah. But for exactly. me, you know, I remember things like Monsters Ball. Oh, yeah. Monsters Ball is a great movie. Do you know what I mean? We got, it was a big push. Halle Berry was huge. Then we got boxes. Now, you guys don't, don't think about the behind the scenes. This didn't, like, go down on, like, a Friday night when the store was busy. On, like, a Monday, all the tapes came in and then on tuesday monday night tuesday morning we had to go around and rearrange the wall to get it ready for these movies and the company was very specific about like alphabetical and you, it, it was a pain in the ass but we would have fun writing on the boxes. You know what the name of the movies were. So we'd do things like if we got a copy of Labyrinth on it, we'd put David Bowie's Monster Junk, you know, on the box. <laughs> yeah. If you don't get that joke, David Bowie stuffed his pants. That's the whole. thing. He switches con and, pieces. Yeah. yeah. Right, and write, um, slightly insane. We on all that. We had all these boxes of Monsters Ball, and this movie. This was a harsh movie. Yeah. And it was a hard thing. I mean, everyone. There were lots of people that came back very angry at it because it was mm-hmm. a very explicit movie in many ways. But it was a great movie. So we thought it would be fun. We wrote Harry be- Halle Berry's Monster Balls all over the box. And I, I always remember that as being really damn funny. Yeah. And seeing an entire wall of that movie and remembering what we wrote on the box always cracks me up. Mm. Um, also, The Mummy Returns. I think at the time, we had gotten more copies of that than any movie I had ever seen. Um, it oh, yeah, was, that was huge, it was huge. That was massive. And it is nowhere near as good as the first one. No, it's that not. movie no. was just giant think about you think about a blockbuster now and I talked to the people at Bend Oregon you know a movie like Bumblebee they have to go out and buy all the copies of movies they put on the shelf they don't have a store or a corporate thing they can call and get them so they have to like have deals with Walmart and Best Buy to like put aside 10 copies of each movie that they can buy and put on the shelf right. that's how it works but still for Bumblebee they had 230 copies of that movie on their new release wall and they were sold out of it on a Friday night Mm. One store in the middle of nowhere in Oregon. Well, it better be. Bumblebee was great. It was great, but it's just—it's great that Blockbuster can still pull those numbers when they're dead. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's it just—you know—it was a camaraderie. You know, I've—I've I've said it on the podcast if you li- podcast if you've listened. This is more about how much fun it was behind the scenes. We had fun. Yeah. Working there. Do you know what I mean? It was—it was an absolute blast. And we'll get into it. We had fun after hours. We had fun going out to eat, going out to movies after the show was done. Uh, the store was closed. Um, you know, yeah, would it have been more fun to work at a place like RST Video where, you know, you were just the one guy there and could kind of shit on the customers? We shit on the customers anyway.
2: <laughs> do, do,
0: you know what I mean? We, we, we had all of them. Um, but uh, it was just so much fun, and again, I, I hope you guys are getting that from this. And we'll keep going on the list. We just had fun being together. Um, Steve and I, and Tim and I, Paul and I, ev- everyone that have done this. We talked about. You look at the schedule, and you wouldn't go. Ah, oh, I gotta work tonight. It's oh, which one of my friends yeah, do I get I to see tonight? tonight? Yeah. yeah. You know what mm-hmm. I mean. It was never like a bummer. You know no. what I mean? Yeah, you'd have those nights where it's just awful. like.
1: Who am I gonna have to clean up after tonight? Yeah, or well, yeah, yeah, who yeah. am I gonna have to clean <laughs> up
0: after? Like Manager X, which those of you that haven't listened to the show, there was a person who was stealing from the company that we refer to as Manager X. We're just gonna refer to her as that if it ever comes up. Yeah. I don't
1: have hair. I would have hair. Yes. If I did Snaggle Snaggletooth.
0: Snaggle to- X. X. There was also the store manager that came after Scott that we refer to as fucking clown shoes. And we'll <laughs> refer to him yeah. as that too. <laughs>
2: oh,
0: that guy. Um Yeah, yeah fuck that guy. <laughs> uh anyway <laughs> that that's that's when we all stopped working together. Yeah. Mm. Um so this is an easier question and Scott probably answered already but what's your favorite movie from the favorite section of the old stuff like something that Salem had that just like jumped out at you is like oh man I got to recommend this to people or oh this was a great one to grab onto. And if it's still pulp fiction that's fine Scott.
3: Mm. Give me a second.
0: By the way, the favorite section were the old movies. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the ones that Netflix would give you for free originally before they had streaming service for
3: everything. Mm-hmm. I need to think for a second. Bob?
0: Good. Oh, wow. Um. <laughs> Oh man, I wish I had known we were gonna get asked. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> Sorry. That's, Off the cuff usually that's works. A, that's okay. So, uh, I re- it didn't it didn't get to happen often, but I really liked getting people to rent Society. There you go. <laughs> Who's seen Society? Wow. Of course, Dan seen Society. You should see that. Just don't even read what it's about. Watch Parents first, then yeah. watch Society. They're they're it's like a, a pseudo sequel. Bob would do Spiritual these wonderful sequel. things when he worked there, which I don't know if you guys knew this, but before Amazon, you'd have to go to like a Blockbuster or a local video store to find an old movie that you wanted to buy because Blockbuster could still get them, and the VHSs were like hundreds of dollars because they were still rental price. Does anyone know that? That like
2: yeah,
0: the, that's how Blockbuster screwed over small places. Is a small place would have to pay like 120 bucks to Columbia to get a copy of a movie. Yeah. And then they'd end up paying it off by renting it. Blockbuster would just get it for the purchase price, but mm-hmm. still sell it to you for $100 if you forgot to return it. That's how they did it on VHS, that changed on DVD. But you could go and buy like an old VHS you can't get anywhere else. So those of us that worked there go and like, if you started buying weird stuff, like if you started buying like old Toho Godzilla movies and Takashi Miike movies, you'd start getting things for the favorite section that were a little bit more obscure, sent to your store. Because Blockbuster, um, they, uh, they profiled. They'd look at the area you were in. I mean, I it, if you went to Lynn, there'd be a lot of Fast and the Furious ripoffs on the wall. Yeah. If you went to Swampscott, there'd be a lot of Jewish movies. They, they they literally did this. I'm I'm not kidding. Yeah. Um, it, yeah. It's what the company did. And I worked uh,
5: in Swampscott. I can attest. to Yes. That. yes.
0: Um, and also, my name was Chipman, but the old Jewish ladies loved me because they thought I was Chapman. It was wonderful. <laughs> um, but I'm uh, Michelle.
4: Um, I would have to say the great outdoors. Oh, that's oh, wow. last last John yep. Candy,
0: Good Dan stuff. Aykroyd Wow
4: oh. We had that in San We did, yeah. Yeah. we did Oh, that's awesome It was awesome. actually just on TV the other day, too I
0: love that freaking movie Feature debut for Annette Benning. We call it yep. The Loon's Nest
2: <laughs>
5: <laughs> Steve? I'm gonna have to say Clerks I Yeah
0: Really? Uh, you know But whatever, Clerks Who's a Kevin Smith fan in here? Me yeah, we all are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that's kind. Of, that's kind of where that comes I from. And I would. those those that are kind of iffy on him, I, I just did a director smackdown with the folks on Geeks with Shields, which you should all mm-hmm. listen to. Yeah, they both didn't like Kevin Smith because they're a little bit younger than me. They didn't grow up with his movies. Didn't see him kind of grow. If you start with Chasing Amy now you're gonna think he's like, you know, the most like socially unconscious person in the world. But at the time, that was a very progressive movie. Now it's kinda like, oh my god, what the fuck is wrong with you? It was yeah. like You it don't understand trying. people at all. But back then, that was a pretty progressive movie. So getting through the movies and kind of reminding these guys, watch them understanding the time they were made in, and it give them a better respect for him. But you know, at Blockbuster, everything's clerks. Forgot your keys. <laughs> How many times did we say that to any asshole customer that went out the door? Forgot your keys. <laughs> I
5: recommended that to a lot of people. Oh, yeah.
0: And a lot of people hated Probably. it. Oh, yeah. I'm Dogma, sure. too. Dogma got people so angry. <laughs> <laughs> I love that Kevin Smith protested that movie. Yeah, he protested his old movie. He had a sign Fantastic. Dogma equals dog shit. Yeah. <laughs> he showed up. That's oh, great. we can't use language like that. You know what, no, what was great about Dogma was it was so controversial in theaters and then when they finally like put it out to blockbuster they put like a, a, a couple hundred copies on like like th- that was a huge rental thing because they got to put Matt Damon and Ben Affleck on the cover yeah. and mm-hmm. you just throw it up there and people were just like, well, what is this? And then you know, rented it. And it, it's like, a sequel it, to Goodwill Hunting. You yeah. Just yeah. watch it. Goodwill Hunting too. It did much better on, uh, on on like you know rental than it did in theaters because yeah. they didn't bury it. As most of his yeah. movies do. How do you like them apples? <laughs> but like our pa- but like our, our, our parents liked it, and they're not like you know. Oh, my, my m- mom loves. Mom that, thought yeah. it was dogma, right, mom? Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Hi, mom. Hi. Paul. Hi, Chris's mom. You know, your father laughed at it too because it was like, because our father was like, uh, our, our parents were a, a Protestant married to a Catholic, which was a big deal in their era. So dogma was very, very funny to my father. Mm. Oh yeah. yeah. Paul, if we're gonna go with
1: favorites, um, Orlando. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, with oh wow. Tilda Swinton. That one was good. Nice. Virginia Wolf novel. Yeah. Damn. Film. Tilda Swinton. Yeah. Really cool. Hmm. Cause cause got, like, tilda in drag, and then you got the Queen of England who's a dude in drag. So, like,
6: <laughs> Tim. Uh, I remember far back when we actually had employee favorite shelves, which was Aye. always a great way to understand the fantastic. psyche of an employee, seeing what movies they were into. I remember two that I. Um, used to recommend to people, and one of which I encountered there first. First, the original version of The Wicker Man. That was the first time I'd seen it. And we had the good, complete cut
0: of it, Not the one with Nicolas Cage in a bear suit kicking women in the stomach. Not that one.
6: Christopher Lee, 70s (laughs) one. We had one of the rare copies that was (laughs) the full-on cut version. And um, Carnival of Souls, which I used to recommend to tons of people. We were the only store, I think, in the area that had it on VHS. And that was another one that used to confuse a lot of people, unfortunately, but I loved
0: it. Mm. But. Love Carnival of Souls. Okay, back starting with Scott. What's the favorite story you can remember working at Salem? The favorite what? Story.
3: We had to do inventories. (laughs) Um,
0: Right for that. And we were all stone sober, and I was 17. I wasn't the the
3: best role model as a young manager. Mom, you Uh, might want to close your... your Cover your ears, Mom. She knows. We did the inventories after we closed the store, and we decided we we like to get the rental and the sell-through inventory done in one night. So maybe like 15 minutes before close, we would take all the Coke, Diet Coke, Sprite, and whatnot out of the cooler, fill it with beers, get some snacks, (laughs) um, have a good time, but it was just the camaraderie of us having a great time and and getting to know each other and, and becoming more friends than Um, The people you work with every day. Mm. So, that's my story. They paid me cash because I was 17 and I had to leave at 10 at night. Yeah, that's totally
1: not legal. Shush.
0: (laughs) We didn't use last names here, except for me.
2: And I'm
1: the guy who adjusted the time clocks every Monday.
0: (laughs) Bob? Oh, I've got to think. I've got to think. Michelle, do you have one?
4: Uh, No. Nope, not yet.
0: (laughs) Steve? I'm stumping them, ladies and gentlemen. Favorite story... I'd have to say it probably came
5: from from one of the inventory nights. In fact, it might have been. So, we uh, I, I didn't drink a lot growing up as a kid. You know, I I wasn't especially at six years old. Not a big yes. drinker. Yeah. No, no, not, not a big not a big drinker at six. Um, but I didn't I didn't drink. I didn't go to teenage like you know parties and you know we get wasted stuff. Up, yeah, down. I mean I my Saturday nights consisted of me playing you know Super Mario Brothers at home. Um, so. One of the inventories that I think he's talking about is um, they decided that they were going to make some some um, rum and cokes. yes. Ah, it was yes. the first night I ever drank. It was maybe Ooh. a week before my twenty-first birthday. Woo! Um, oh, those! So I remember that. I I, I don't I, I think this story comes from that night, but I'm not hundred <laughs> percent sure. You at the end of the at the end of the inventory, we were, I we were all kind of towards the back of the store and there was a, I think we had to destroy a bunch of uh, Blair Witch tapes. Ah, yeah. And uh, we were standing around like a pile of them. Blair Witch 2. Was it Blair Witch 2? It
6: was the Blair Witch 2 massacre. You stole mine. uh, (laughs) Ah! Book
5: of Shadows. Two in the morning, or something like that. I don't know. It's wicked late. And um, we're just standing around there. They were talking about something. I show up, and you turn to What was his name what was his name rich rich thank you couldn't think of his name you turn to rich and you just go get him and rich looks at me and starts chasing me through the store i'm I'm, i think i'm drunk at this time yes I'm, i'm tired i have no idea what's going on right so i run full tilt towards the front of the store and and i run through the vestibule door And the last thought that goes through my mind was, the door on the other side of this, the one that leads right to the outside, is locked. But I couldn't stop myself. I hit the door full speed. I think I cracked a tooth. Uh, I still don't know why you had him chase me.
0: Because
3: it was funny. I, I guess. I guess we so was always, play, always playing me. tricks on us. Steve That's was very, very jumpy. Tim
5: trying I was to scare very, you know. I was very jumpy. Yeah, Tim, Tim would get me every day when
0: we worked. It's,
6: it's funny. I do remember somebody that night trying to light some of those Blair Witch two tapes on fire. I, Might have been,
0: was it Jeremy? It was, it was me and Jeremy. I remember yeah. that. I was elbow dropping, and then we found <laughs> a hammer yeah. in the back room. We yeah. were beating the shit out of him. Yeah. We it, were it using them as us. frisbees.
2: <laughs> yeah. and I, um,
5: <laughs> I think another another small <laughs> anecdote that I remember is one day I showed up. Uh, to get, I think I, I came to get my paycheck you were standing near the back the back office and you grabbed the uh, the fire extinguisher and you're just like <laughs> and you (laughs) spray it all over the place. I'm like, what? You're like, I've always wanted to do that. (laughs) (laughs)
3: It's a very inappropriate workplace. It was very inappropriate.
0: Our store did have the best numbers in the district, Yeah, they did. did. And that's why they split us all up, because they thought we were stealing. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, for those of you that don't work in retail, the um, uh, corporate definition for the word shrink, you ever heard that word? is employee theft. So there you go. I found <laughs> this out from my friend's dad,
1: who's a professor at BU. I was like, da-da-da, shrink. And they're like, did you just say shrink? Oh, yeah. The, that's employee theft. <laughs> so no matter what, it's your fault. You yeah. get the movies for free. What? Like. But, uh, oh, man, I don't know. So should I do the, well. I, Whatever you want, dude. Ah, yeah, but the toilet treat story is so inappropriate. To <laughs> toilet
0: <monster>. treat. Uh,
1: <laughs> That's okay.
0: Tell the toilet treat story. Tell the toilet treat story. Scott
1: too. That's really good though. Tell them both. Okay. So um, we'll start with the one that Scott was there for. So it was one of those inventory nights where Scott was scanning through all the soda, which was right in front of the register that we used. Um, And so I'm sitting there, and Scott's doing his thing. He's next to me. He's going, he's scanning stuff, and going back and forth. And we had a customer who always lied about how late. Her movies were mm. to the point where she walked in, put them through the thing. We looked at her. I'm like, oh good, it's her. And then she came back and immediately we ran over like, boop, okay, twelve bucks. Boop, okay, another twelve bucks. <laughs> and she's like, that's not late. I'm like, really? It, we just watched you drop that off. And she's like, no, it's not late. I'm not paying twelve. I'm like, and her daughter is standing next to her and she goes, mom, that was on the coffee table for like three months. <laughs> I we just put that. So she smacks her daughter in the stomach. And she was like, I'm like, it's on. And so she sits there and she's like, we didn't, I don't, you're gonna take that away. I'm like, no, no, I'm I'm not. It's a late, she's like, I wanna talk to your manager. I'm like, all right. So then I spun around, because I had manager on my name tag. I'm like, oh, look, I'm the manager. No. (laughs) And then she's like, I wanna talk to you. She she turned around and said, you have those 16 year olds in here that work here and they steal the movies and I don't. I'm like. Number one, this one 16-year-old. He's a very good friend of mine. Number two, no. And she's like, I want to talk to your manager. Who do you answer to? I'm like, God. And he's standing right next to me. And she's like, I'm like, what did you say? I'm like, Scott. <laughs> and Scott just kind of looks over his shoulder because he's in, like, a T-shirt and jeans. And he's like, no. <laughs> and goes back, I'm like, sorry, that'll be $12.97 or 24 whatever it was for her. But the toilet treats one is the one that will probably get me in a lot of trouble. Starred <laughs> so, for life. So, okay, couple things. We had uh, cameras that looked out at the front in the back room. Number two, these two run. So, we're going through movies. We didn't have an adult section that never seemed to stop our customers from returning the wrong movies in the right case. So, <laughs> Little Mermaid
0: often came back in the Red yeah. Shoe Diaries. Was
1: was it a kids mm-hmm. movie? I don't remember what it came back in, but we opened it, we're going through and Steve's like, "Didn't <laughs> hear I'm going" <gasps> toilet treats so I'm like oh I'm like hey Steve he's like what I'm like I bet you 10 bucks it's this time he's like no I bet you 10 bucks it's a straight movie and I'm like okay let's go and find out so we go back we're like Chippo, take care of the front register so he's over there this he's always out happened to me right mm-hmm. we go in the back room I pop in and Steve's like really I'm like yeah I hit play and I'm like hold on I dial the intercom I dial Chris And I got the TV monitor on, I'm like, okay. And I hold the phone receiver (laughs) up to the (laughs) TV monitor. So when when Chippa picks up the phone from the back room, thinking that it's one of us calling him...
3: (laughs) What am I hearing? (laughs) Paul was right. He splits it down, and like, yes! (laughs) Paul was
0: right. So, So that... That makes me think, while well, well, other people are thinking of my favorite story from Salem, which is when Scott put on the um, part and Clerks where Randall orders the porn <laughs> on the DirecTV and took the remote to the back room with him and left him with <laughs> customers. Thank you. Yeah.
1: How about when we had two people decide or figure out that the DirecTV had the adult channels there because they unblocked
0: everything? <laughs> the everyone? Bear Wench Project. So I go on
2: back, general,
0: I come
1: out with the money we have a wall of glass, ladies and gentlemen, and it is looking directly at the TV. There are people returning shit, and I've got two CSRs staring <laughs> at, like, softcore yeah. on a what was it, 37-inch TV. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Turn that off! Run tapes! You know, let's... <sighs>
0: Awesome. That was that was fun. Oh. S-
6: Steve uh, took one of mine because it was the the Blair Witch masker. Although I do remember the month I tried to scare him once a one uh, day. For all of the uh, month of October. So 31 times. I got pretty close. I almost <laughs> got you. 31
5: days of terror.
0: But uh, Also never get in a staring contest with Tim. I was very jumpy. <laughs>
5: yeah.
6: I don't know why,
5: but but he could scare me at the drop of a hat. It Even made if work, I knew he was so right much there. I'd just head down doing paperwork or I got you two in a row
6: once. It was incredible. Yeah.
5: And uh, he would just come up behind me
6: and be like, Steve. And i jumped. jump. <laughs> Once when you were holding a stack of movies, it was glorious. Yeah, yeah. Um, The big one that comes to mind, though, was when we we used to have the video games in these plastic cases, and there would be a little kind of beige lock that went on the top, and the locks were long, thin plastic things. And we decided we were going to play Jenga with them. (laughs) So we stacked a whole bunch of them up and kept going and kept going. We got it a good four and a half feet, and customers just keep coming up, and we're just, one second... (laughs) <laughs> okay, and eventually we started to run out, and people are like renting games. Like, great, thanks. Put that on top. No, one second, one second. This is, this is a tricky move. And I can't remember. We got it around five feet before it finally collapsed. And we actually had a couple of customers who just hung around and watched for a little while. I, really yeah. I think they started taking bets, like, he's never going to get that up there.
1: Some of our customers are amazing. Like, we used yeah. to have customers that would come in, and you knew they're going to hit you with a bullshit line of why their movie was late but we liked them so much that they would come up with stuff and you're just like, okay, you gotta pass. Like I had one lady who's like, she's sitting there with her boyfriend and she's like, like, well, honey, you're late. You, you, you know, it's like a week late. Like, well, I have to tell you, um, we were, we were in the car. I had the movies in the car. I'm like, okay, this is going to be a good one. And she's like, and um, we got pulled over by the cops. And apparently, he has a warrant for himself. And the guy's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, and they impounded the car. And we couldn't get it back for like three weeks. And so we're here. I'm like, whatever, pass, go. Like, that's amazing, go. Yeah, but the best part about it was her, her was we had a customer that was really like vitriolent before that and they were just a total jerk, and like, oh, I'm giving up my membership, so they held out their card, I took the scissors out of the drawer. I snipped it in their hands. And oh,
3: uh, <laughs> Maybe
2: we were I space. got in yes. trouble with that one,
1: but, but she's just, I'm, sni- I'm like, okay, whatever, and she's behind me going, oh my god, Blockbuster's gonna have to close because you left.
2: <laughs> like,
1: she's being a bitch to this guy, and I'm like, thank you. Like, and now all
0: of your rentals are free. Like, <laughs> <laughs> back around Sorry. To, to Bob. Uh, okay. Um, I have I okay, I have two. I have one, I have I have two short ones because these are like the the, the, the only two I can think of that are like you know, PG13 <laughs> <laughs> that are uh, that that are that are like you know uh, That's okay good. if they're R rated. Yeah. N- they're it's not R rated. Okay. Uh, so <laughs> it's okay if they're X rated. <laughs> no, no it's not. <laughs>
6: Steve,
0: <laughs> Steve wants them to we be X rated family.
6: Toilet <laughs> treats has already been disguised. <laughs> yeah, right, <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, so Okay, so I I, again, pre I started doing this when I was like a teenager. Like I I was in high, I was in high school. I think I was like a sophomore in high school. So you know, an immature, an actually immature person who is still, in fact, very immature. And uh, at (laughs) thirty-five, no, I'm actually older than thirty-five now. I'm (laughs) thirty-five.
1: No you were not.
0: Well, I'm I feel thirty five. So <laughs> I met all them when I was seventeen. Yes. Yeah. So. <laughs> so in any case I'm here as like a high school job more. This is like, you know, the first. Uh, any other work stuff I've done has been, you know, not interacting with the public in any meaningful way. And on nights that were not weekends, people would come in and they would want to like chit chat. You know, they would come in, it would be like, you know, older people with Jake Drop and I was like, So what's what's the new movies this week, son? Also and you just wanted like, you know, to throw back and forth and you know, I tell you how's the weather you know? again pre-chat rooms, pre-social media people like just randomly spoke to each other you sounded just like the porn yeah. magazine yeah. guy in yeah. Clerks yeah. Yeah. and it's like <laughs> <laughs> do you guys and, have any of that two ply yeah. toilet paper yeah. uh, and people are like I nostalgic for this thing but it was, it, it was actually very irritating <laughs> to be honest. And uh, so, um, but I'm, so I'm, but Actual I'm. Actual interaction. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah but, I'm, but I'm like, so I'm making chat with like this, you know, nice, nice look up. It's like, oh yeah, you know, we had this movie come out. It was pretty good. I think Tom Hanks, was. I think like Notting Hill or some bullshit, I don't know. So, and I'm just sitting, you know, just going back doing, you know, the spiel because I'm trying to be a very good employee because my manager is on duty. <laughs> and I forget, it's not anyone here. I think it was uh, a guy named Chris who also worked there. Not my brother, another guy named Chris. Uh, you know, and I'm just you know, sitting there doing my thing. And as these people are walking in, comes another customer behind them, who I, I don't know what is the appropriate language for describing this 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 young woman who who was older than me there, but not by much. But like just goddamn would been like the only words to like use use as language. I'm talking, you know, like you know, like six to. Perfect measurement. Just Jesus H Christ. Like I mean, I, I I don't mean to be a pig, but like like literally, it was like looking at the sun. <laughs> like you couldn't look directly at her. For all I knew. So like literally, I'm I'm and you know and everyone else noticed because the entire store. You know, noticed this person walk in. It, it was, you know, again, was this? It's a video store on like a Tuesday night in like a, a strip mall in Salem, Massachusetts. You do not expect like a goddamn supermodel to come walking in. And the couple I was talking to, you certainly noticed, But so I'm talking to, like, bah, 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 blah, blah, Notting Hill, Tom Hanks, and uh, Hugh Grant. Bah, 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 bah. Out of my mouth comes, wow, <laughs> like just, just out loud. You know, walks. You know, she walks. Out of earshot of this young woman, of course, because I'm not an idiot. I mean, I was an idiot, but I was like not that much of an idiot. There was a little bit of wow. And now, obvious reaction. Now, meanwhile, this jerk off behind me, who's who's working in the store as well, you know, decides to go bob and just whacks me right upside the head with one of the tapes for some reason because he, because he's so appropriate. Now and meanwhile, I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's like, he's like, like, yeah, don't do it. Again. Like, I don't. He wasn't even a manager. He was just a little older than me. So you know, and all goes back to normal. As you know, returning back to normal, the older guy, the the old, the the, they go back towards the thing. The uh, the husband, you know, who's with the uh, the woman, I assume, turns around for the thing, and he goes, like, he's like, no, but seriously, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Which then made me feel a little gross because this guy was like 70. <laughs> But you know, he, he was right. Uh, you know, a, a story that makes me sound like slightly less of a pig
1: uh,
0: is that uh, we had this cardboard tower monstrosity in the center of the store, which was a, I forget what, it was a promotion with like a wheel on it. You were like supposed to turn, it was like a, a it was like I remember a, that. A cardboard pillar that had a cardboard wheel that they would turn and it would like do a prize or something. And it was it was very stupid. Like now, I'm sure it would have like an iPad in the middle of it or something. But it was it was very dumb. Was that before or after the Pokemon Snap machine? This was this was before Pokemon Snap. This was before Snap, and we we all hated it because we always had to put it back together because it would fall apart at a moment's notice, and the kids would pick at it. And like within a, a month of it being up there, it was all falling apart, and it was, t- it, was it was just a, the most irritating damn thing. So by the time we were trying to get rid of it, we were so glad to be rid of it. I remember it was either me and Tim. Or does this sound familiar to you at all? I remember the machine. I don't think I was involved in what so, follows. So. Okay, so this might have been me and me and Jeremy because we we were ordered to dismantle it and take it out of the store. By which the manager who was on there, who was not like one of the cool managers, was just like one of the one of the manager managers, one of the people who wasn't there for long. Uh, you know, just said take it out, break it down, which just means take it apart because it's just cardboard, and put it in the dumpster. Okay, break it down. Now, we also had these big, hard cardboard tubes, which were, like, part of it somehow. So as we were going out uh, towards it, you know, I bet you know, we happened to be towards it, and we both they kind of noticed we were holding the tubes, and we had the thing in front of us, and somehow it both occurred to us at the same time, just looking at the things and going, looking at the things and going, I go, it must have been Jeremy, because I feel like this is like the only sort of thing yeah. that I would have told <laughs> yeah. you. I said, I I said Jeremy, me. Jeremy, dude, dude. Ooh. trial by stone. <laughs> uh, for those of you who've seen the Dark Crystal, you know that there's this part where they have to decide who's king, and the way they decide who's king is they both take big swords and whack, and, and they just whack a big piece of rock until see who knocks the bigger chip out of it, because they're supposed to be brutish and dumb. So that's what we did to this big piece of cardboard which turned out to be a little more resilient than we thought it was. <laughs> so it took a lot more harder wax and we got maybe a little more into it than we thought we did. I think there can be only one was said by someone more than <laughs> once. Uh, the manager was not happy and we then just had to take it outside and, and then put it in, in the dumpster. But for a minute there, we were, you know, I forget who won. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I, I forget. I th- I think it was Jeremy. I think it was. He was, he was bigger than me at the time. <laughs> yeah. So that what happened. Still. Chamberlain. <laughs> am I still? Oh oh shit! That's a week away, dude. A week away. Yeah. A week from yeah. away. Dark yeah. crystal. Oh, that's right, Yeah. I make no money by saying that, but I'm so excited. Yeah.
4: Michelle. So I do vaguely remember. Um, we had an opening manager that nobody really liked. Uh uh-uh. uh. Um, Said person used to leave all sorts of boxes and stuff for us to take out at night because they were lazy. Yeah. Um, and one night we got a bright idea to go. So our store was in a plaza with a supermarket across the street, and we got a bright idea to go and buy some lobsters and let them run around loose in the uh, office. <laughs> for
2: her when she opened in the morning. No, you did not. Oh yes. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Uh,
4: she was not very happy. Now uh, that she, might have been she her deserved last day, it,
2: actually. Really. Mm-hmm. What happened to the poor
4: lobster? Um I'm pretty You're sure somebody had them, for the rest of their Yeah, life for encounter you know, at one her. point but We <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, we set them free. <laughs> yes, we set them
0: free. We set them free. <laughs> that was like uh, the uh the chickens that were labeled one, two, and four on a three-story building for your senior prank at St. <laughs> yeah, Mary's yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whoever has the third chicken, please deliver it to homeroom, no questions asked. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I would love to take credit for that, but that was not my idea. No. That um, did we forget anyone? No, mm. I think we got everybody. Oh, on that one, cool. I'm just making sure this, I'm losing my mind. It's so much fun. <laughs> um, so here, here's, here's another cool one. Um, Halloween in Salem is awesome. And um, the the blockbuster in Salem is a bit on the outskirts, so we kind of would have buses of people dropped off that would then bus themselves into downtown. But does Evan, anyone have any good, and we don't have to go through everyone, does anyone have any good Halloween-related stories I have from one. working in
6: Salem? I do remember for one year we had a promotion where they were repackaging all the old horror movies, and we got this six-foot Michael Myers cardboard standee. Mm. And, this thing freaked me the fuck out because I, ev- anytime I'd be working out uh, of the corner of my eye, I'm like, oh, there's somebody there. Hi, I can help you. Ah!
2: <laughs> Every time.
6: <laughs> I kept moving it around the store, trying to put it somewhere where I'd see it more often, but it kept doing it. I thought, maybe this was Steve planning some kind of diabolical revenge <laughs> on me.
0: Steve did get I... him back, by the way. Yes, he did. I
6: did.
0: He dressed up like Pyramid Head from Silent Hill. Does and hung out in my him? basement when Tim showed up one night. Yeah.
6: <laughs> I, I have not jumped that much. In <laughs> years. I, I
0: have a I good Halloween story.
5: <laughs> so me and Scott were closing. <laughs>
0: you know the story. Scott's already like.
5: <laughs> and uh, this, I don't know. It's around Halloween time, and there must have been a scavenger hunt that you know a group of people were, were doing or what. They kept
6: doing oh those God. all over the place. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
5: and so this group of scavenger hunt pull up in a, like a limousine or something I don't remember um, and all these girls get out they come in and they're like we need to speak to the manager so I point him to Scott because I don't want to deal with them because I at this point I have no idea what's going on yeah. right uh, I point him to Scott because I don't want to deal with them and uh, they're like we need to get a picture of uh, we're doing a scavenger hunt we need to get a picture of a um, you know I think it was just the manager or the store manager of a blockbuster or something like that. And so they all gather around and, like, you know, all these pretty girls are all hanging all over Scott and stuff and they're taking pictures. They leave and I'm like, dude, Scott. Now I I didn't have a girlfriend at the time. I wasn't married. Uh, I'm like, dude. There's gotta be another group out there. So the next group that comes in, I'm the store manager, right? And he's like, sure, whatever. So I don't know. Maybe 30 minutes go by or whatever. The next group of people come up, right? I'm. I think I'm. I'm in the middle of running tapes, and I just see out of the corner of my eye, like just the grossest bunch of guys walk in.
2: One of, them, one
5: of them's dressed like. Dracula, there's like a Frankenstein and I swear to God a man dressed in nothing but a diaper (laughs) and and they're like we need to speak to the manager and he's like that's the guy right (laughs) oh man come on you get the hot girls, I get the man in the diaper so good somewhere out there that picture exists
0: (laughs) any of you guys have a good Halloween related
4: one not that I can remember.
0: No? All right, I, I got another good one. So we don't work for Blockbuster anymore. and Video stores are pretty much dead as it is. Yeah. But if there was a movie that's come out since you worked there, or a movie that's come out recently, that you'd actually be excited about being there to rent to people at a store, what would it be?
2: Oh. Mm.
0: Anyone can start. Mm.
6: Actually, I just we just finally caught up with that movie Serenity. I would love to see oh, people's reactions. Yeah, not oh, not, not, the not the Joss yeah. Whedon, not the Joss Whedon, the Matthew McConaughey one. Oh, it was wow. not at all what I thought. I would love to see what people's reactions would have been if we recommended that to people. Oh, I would man. love to
0: see how many copies of either Hereditary or Midsommar we'd be getting, because <laughs> I'd have so much fun renting those to people. <laughs> oh yeah, it's great. You're gonna love it. I cannot think of a better answer than Serenity. I'm so jealous of you thinking of that. <laughs> Anyone else? Who, who saw Serenity? Uh, okay, uh. Corinne, yeah. I'm not gonna, no one say anything about it. Just, it's got Matthew McConaughey, and Anne Hathaway, and- uh, Jason Clark. Jason Clark is it like, good cast. Yeah. Really good, really good cast. Diane Lane is in this. Diane Lane is in this for uh, for this thing, and it's it's he's like a fisherman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's like uh, just just go rent it. Go go look it up. It's got to be on Netflix at this point. It's on Amazon. It's on Amazon. Is is it like free on Amazon? Or it's is on it,
6: Amazon Prime. I it, think. Is
0: it is it like free? On, yeah, track this down. Watch it. Don't read anything about it. Don't look up reviews. Don't don't like search it on Twitter. Just just watch it. You start, don't want spoiled. Watch it start to finish. Just watch it start to finish. This was one of the best experiences of my year as a film critic, was being in a press screening with just other press people, watching this playing out, and just seeing a theater full of critics every 15 to 20 minutes, just looking at each other, going, are, are you fucking kidding Is this Is, is this the movie? Did, did they put in another movie? Did something happen? What the shit is this? <laughs> yeah, dude, it's it's it, completely bonkers. It's amazing. <laughs> it's pretty wonderful, yeah. Should you mother watch it? For? Uh, <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> I mean, uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, you'd I, probably like it, mom. I what? Do have your right. Prime. You do have my Amazon Prime, but watch Simple Favor first because you, that that one you will like unironically. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so here's another one. So. Those of you that maybe didn't live through the time when Blockbuster was huge, which was like 1999 to 2005, it was just unbelievable how over-the-top, giant, not even joking, a tiny little store you think, you know, oh, maybe you rented there in like 2008, 2010 when it was smaller, unless we on a Friday night from 4 p.m. till midnight were just crushed. And the company knew this, and so they knew that you'd make more money off of stuff other than just rentals. So there were a lot of fun promotions. And um, I wrote down a couple of them, but I don't remember if you guys remember any. But do you guys remember the movie Castaway? Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember how everybody and their mother for a long period of time would have, like, things on their antennas of their car?
1: We had those. They had a Wilson Wilson
0: ball as the antenna thing. People loved this. We couldn't keep them in the store. People loved them. Um, We also had Shrek ears. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> that, like, the, the whole crew war. Um, for video game releases, back when the company actually took stock in video games, being a big moneymaker for rentals, because, remember, you're paying 60 bucks a copy for these games, not getting any special deal like yeah. we did with the movies. Like, for instance... Um, There was a sequel to Ghosts and Goblins that came out on the PlayStation Two. That for some reason, Maximus, right? That Blockbuster thought this would be the biggest thing ever. We got like 80 copies of it, and all had to wear polo shirts that had like the name of the game on them. It was crazy. But do you guys, anyone in the list, remember anything that I'm forgetting? I got one.
6: Yeah. When there's something about Mary came out, I remember if you pre-ordered it, you got a little (laughs) version of the stuffed dog in the cast, and it was kind of adorable. (laughs) I also remember with those uh, Wilson balls, when we had two, so many of them left over, we just started throwing them at each other for yep. a while. <laughs> yeah.
4: Yeah. Yeah. I remember the promotions that uh, when Spider-Man came out, that we gave away an actual life-size Spider-Man. Oh, yeah, and Yoda. Wars, and Yoda, and Yoda. And Yoda. Yep,
0: that's right. Yep. Do you remember the, the Spider-Mans got stuck the, the ones that they were going to give to people were not the ones that were on display in the store. They were, like, stuck on a barge yeah. somewhere off the coast of the U.S. because this was, like, right after 9-11 and it was impossible to there get was, anything in. There was a lot of Spider-Man shit going on with 9-11. Does anybody know the story of the original Spider-Man trailer? So for those of you that didn't very know, good. the very first trailer that came in theaters for Spider-Man had him putting a web between the two towers and catching a helicopter. And we had a video. I think it was either the... What, what was it? Mummy Returns. It I was think it was, some, N-
6: it was Knight's Tale. Night's Tale, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: We had to send all the copies back, and mm-hmm. some of us kept them. Um, <laughs> but they had that trailer on it. And there was also, like, the Family Man had the two towers on the yeah. cover. All those yeah. cover boxes had yeah. to get returned. Yeah, some, there was... Sorry, I
5: was just gonna no, say someone released that on the internet recently. Yeah, I saw it. Yeah, yeah. Dude, it's in it, it. It was a yeah. great trailer. I mean, yeah. how, how
0: else do you build Spider Man more iconic right, than yeah. that, right? Um, and I have a couple other things. We're getting near the, the time for this first section with the podcast, but um Thank you. Um, did you really not include Pokemon Snap? I in, just talked in, about in, Pokemon Snap. Did, earlier. Do you want to talk about it again? Well, no, but like that that was like probably like the, oh, yeah, the, go for the, it. the biggest like blockbuster promotion thing that was like done was there was this Game where all you did was take pictures of Pokemon and uh, oh, yeah, on n four, and yeah. you could go in and uh, you could print out pictures. Like, literally, it was basically like a gun game, but instead of shooting them, you took photos of them, and then you would go into Blockbuster and put your game in, and print out little stickers with the figures you'd taken, and they could not keep those stickers in the store, and like that that kiosk stayed in there for so long. They put another Pokemon game in it. Yeah, it just Pokemon because, Stadium. Yeah, ended Stadium stayed in there for a thing, and that was like the hugest thing. I remember one time th- there was a back hallway. Kind of like you know, like every store in a plaza has a hallway leading to the back. Yeah. That's you where mean, we shoved that thing after it was. You mean supported.
5: the fire escape. Yeah, the the fire fire escape. escape. <laughs>
0: yeah. But ours was full of junk. Yeah. Uh, and someone actually broke in the back door, it didn't break into the full store, even though that other door we kept unlocked because we probably didn't have a key. Yeah. And they just stole the Pokemon Snap yeah. Machine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Man, people are still so rebuilding big on, those on that. That is like still like one of like the things people remember the most about all this stuff is Pokemon Snap. Pokemon Snap, and they never made another one. No, they should. So, um, a- as a store, we went out a lot. Um, We could say, you know, rest in peace to the Denny's and Danvers, which we we and (laughs) the the people occupied every single occupied every Friday and Saturday night. night. Along with the people coming out of Rocky Horror and Hollywood Hits, Mm -hmm. (laughs) it was just us. (laughs) We had our own little section. They pushed us away from the rest of the crowd because even us and them were too weird for the Denny's crowd at two in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The Laser Quest crew. Oh Oh, God! Anyone ever done a um, lock-in at Laser Quest? It's fucking awesome. It's a lucky mix in here. Yeah, all nighter. That, that's right. Um, but what was I going to say? Is you know, everyone going down the list. What's what's a favorite memory from something we did outside the store?
3: Scott, I uh, I think just we were so kind of obsessed with Kevin Smith a little bit and, and kind of what he put out and. So when Jay and Silent Bob came back, I think we might have seen it six or seven times. At least. Uh, and yeah. Just overanalyze it, every word that was said, the cameos, how it played into all the previous movies. Mm-hmm. So. so
0: so, Hollywood just, Hits um, was a was uh, last-run theater. They got the old movies for a while before they became a first run. So that was the dollar movie, played at one in the morning because yeah. they knew their crowd. It was either people that were really, really stoned or us who partially were also really, really stoned. Um, and we go see Jay and Silent Bob at one in the morning. And yeah. So we went as a group. That was actually when I was dating my wife the first time. We all went together. We saw this movie so many times. Um, and Steve has a very good memory from Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, if you want to share that with the crowd. All right, so who's seen Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back?
5: Oh, most of the Most room. of <laughs> the there's, there's a scene in the movie where... Uh, there's this group of women, and they're going in to do the uh, like, a jewel, like heist. a jewel heist, yeah. And is it Ali Lauder? Yeah. 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 Ali Lauder uh, plays one of the, the, the thieves, um, just. Well, okay, so there's there's these laser beams that they have to get through, right? The typical, like, James Bond-type thing where you have to, you know, step over and be careful and everything. And, and and all these women are, like, doing flips and, you know, acrobatic tricks trying to get through the, the, the lasers <laughs> and trying to one-up each other. And Allie Larder is the, the last one to go through. She gets through the, the maze of lasers, and she, like, does this weird pose where she puts her hand up in the air and everything, right? Like, all triumphant and shit. And just rips... The loudest fart you've ever heard, <laughs> and for whatever reason, at two in the morning or whatever that it was, the funniest thing you've ever seen. The funniest thing I ever <laughs> <laughs> seen he fell and out of I his fell seat into out of the hallway. Seat.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. And we tried it again at home. Steve had this couch and a giant, like, sixty-inch, like, old-fashioned flat-screen TV yeah. with the big back that was like two feet gag. in front of the couch. And we showed it to him again, and he still fell off the yeah, couch. It was, it was, I,
5: to this day, it still cracks me. It out. is a good
0: gag. Yeah, I don't know what it is about it
5: either. It just
0: It's just perfect timing on my the funny joke. bone. That skeevy stoner was right. Fast food really does make girls fart. <laughs> Bub. Oh wow! You know, uh, you know, just doing like the, the inventory things was just wild, and going to the, the the Denny's was wild. This was you know like the first time I was, uh, you know, first like job teenage kid. So just like hanging out with uh, with work people was just was just nutty. Uh, that was probably just, you know, fun. I think, that, you know, by the time I had, like, you know, moved on to, like, another store and do other things was when Chris was working there and then you guys were doing more of the going to movies and rooms. By then, I was, like, assistant managing a Suncoast, which was its own whole other thing on, like, a different schedule. Because I was, I was in college by then. Right. So, like, a, a different uh, whole different run of uh, scheduling. And then there was a time when I wasn't working anywhere for a while and I would just come in and, and just hang out mostly because Tim had gone back to work there and uh, I had nothing else to do so I would just like come and hang around and bother my friend Tim because like he, he literally could not get away because he was like at work
6: well, I remember doing, setting up the wall for the new releases the next day and you'd be kind of following alongside and we'd having be having some really intense political discussion about the Middle East and customers
0: just staring at us and sometimes,
6: <laughs> sometimes unfortunately they'd get involved which could get kind of messy.
0: Yeah, yeah that was probably really annoying sometimes, so I am sorry about that. Eh, but like, not we very, all did it to each other. But not very. It's not just you. <laughs> um, the, the Denny's thing, uh, the inventory thing, reminded me of one thing, and you can listen to the show. We go in more depth on. I think we've repeated this multiple times, but there was a time we left empty bottles all over the new <laughs> release wall, and realized about eight a.m. at Denny's because we had been there since three, that we left them all there, so we had to get back in Gorilla, get rid of them all before the opening manager showed up. <laughs> well, at <laughs> first we're like,
1: let's that. just leave it. We're yeah, tired. Yeah, fuck like, it. <laughs> yeah, but it's Manager X. Yeah. So, um, so like yeah. fucking ninjas. Michelle.
4: Yeah, so I... I think, same with Bob, you know, going to Denny's after inventories. Um, I remember pulling an all-nighter the night before I actually graduated from college because we had inventory and then we went to Denny's and then I went to graduate. Oh, Jesus. Oh, uh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> it was all in succession, so,
0: yeah. my, my favorite were the two or three times we went to Six Flags. Oh yeah. Um,
4: yeah!
0: It was the the first big roller coaster actually ever went on in my life because um, they scared the shit out of me, <laughs> and um, these folks convinced me to go on it. We all bought Superman shirts. Scott and Alvin are in the front seat, which Alvin's a guy I forgot to mention. I'd love to get him on this too. Yeah, Alvin Brown. Alvin Brown. Um, yeah. Scott and Alvin had Superman shirts on and sat in the front. And has anyone ever been on Superman at Six Flags? It's, it's crazy, right? Yeah. They sat in the front. It's the largest drop of any coaster on the East Coast, Huge. at the time anyway. And they hung over, and I'm in the cart behind them. And Jeremy's sitting behind, next to me. And Jeremy's like, don't worry, Chris, I've been on this before, and you know I'm the biggest wuss in the world. It'll be fine. And we start. And Jeremy's sitting next to me, and he goes, hey, Chris, I just wanted to let you know I've actually never been on this, and I'm scared shitless right now. And I went, Jeremy, that's not very funny. And he goes, yeah. He goes... Dun, 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 dun. I'm like, Jeremy. And we get to the top and he goes, We're gonna die! <laughs> and Scott and Alvin are in the front, yeah! With their hands over the front. And I immediately got back in line and went on again. It was it was wonderful. But I was scared shitless. Um, but that was that was one of my favorite times. We'd go to the water park. We would meet up at um, one time we went when we were all in Salem, we went again we were all in Woburn, or a large quantity mm. of us were in Woburn. But those are some of my favorite out-of-the-store memories. Steve? Um,
5: yeah, I guess I would just have to say hanging out outside of work, anytime we hung out was just a ball, you know? Um, mm. Inventories definitely were a huge thing. I, I actually looked forward to those. Me too. Mm. Mm. You know, it was it was a lot of... You know, repetitive work scanning the movies over and over yeah. again and late Ugh. at night and, and
0: stuff, but just fun, just fun times. You know? Did you know Blockbuster today still uses that same blue yeah. screen? Oh, yeah, oh, told me that. They, they, they bought all the old ones as corporate was closing and they have a warehouse full of them and they just keep cycling them in. <laughs> and the guy that was Blockbuster IT, who I've had on the show in Texas, is still, through his consulting company, still does IT for the store because he remembers how all the systems work. I think those that's that old,
4: terrible blue screen. Yeah. How about those scanners? All yeah. the scanners. Yeah. Roll them out. <laughs> yeah. We would actually
0: extend oh, them. Remember, this? Oh, you sorry. ever seen a register? We would actually have to extend them then to I the store. Like, and yeah. do, do, do. and then you'd yeah. get, oh, yeah, we forget. 250 foot. We forgot Titanic was famous. the one that never printed right, so it can't be scanned. Steve, <laughs> type this number in. <laughs> okay, yeah. three three two five zero three, oh, three two. Three, two, two. <laughs> oh, wow, those numbers. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, Paul?
1: I would say the inventories. The mm. times that we were, you know, one, two in the morning, we'd get out and just be like, let's go to Denny's, let's okay. have a great time, watch the fucking sun come up, go home, sleep for like four hours, then do it again.
0: Absolutely. You know? Oh, yeah, we'd often open right after inventories, or have a store meeting right after inventories. Yeah, that was always fun. Yeah, I think Jeremy is still... NASA's still calculating his tab. Oh, it's <laughs> yeah, yeah Jer- Jeremy would always end no matter who he was with. So you're going to get that, right? Uh,
5: and for some reason, we did it. Oh, no right. questions
0: asked. Because Jer- we just wanted to be with
6: Jeremy. <laughs> yeah. He was awesome. Yeah, well, I was like paying for the entertainment. Um, yeah, that's true. For me, the summer, we all got together to make a zombie movie. Yes. Oh, we, yes. we made a little short uh, movie. Yeah. And being the pretentious budding young filmmaker was, "I'm gonna make a zombie version of The Odyssey, and it's gonna make sense. It's gonna be
0: wonderful. And it was goofy, but man, we had a lot of fun. We with did. That. We it did. was a riot. Oh. I've um, since put all the special features from... We made a 15-minute movie with an hour and 45 minutes of special features. (laughs) They're they're all on my YouTube channel, and you should watch them all. Um, Everybody, except for Scott, I think, sitting at this table... I don't think Paul was involved in four channels. Oh, right. And Steve wasn't really there, but you were in the special features. Cobra Commander says
2: action! (laughs) Somebody had a
1: statement. For
0: Gondor! For (laughs) Gondor! So, yeah... um, we're going to have a Q&A section, session after this, but I wanted to thank my panel for being here with me today. Um, I want to thank all of you for being here today. Very shortly when I'm... Thank you, guys. <laughs> Very shortly after this, we're going to take a quick break so people can use the bathroom, order food, get drinks. And then we're going to come back with a homemade card game that I've made, which um, actually, he told me not to point him out, but I'll say this, the sound guy who I work with, sorry, the bartender, Rusty Shackelford, helped me design. Uh, It's called Right Quote, Wrong Movie. I play it on my show. We're going to hand out cards to the audience and play a couple rounds of that game just because I'm full of myself and I'd like to do that. Um, So hopefully you guys stick around for that and don't throw them away or ruin them because it's the only copy I've got. (laughs) alright so with that um, thank you all for making it a Talkbuster afternoon Yeah. because that's when you're listening to it and you at home whenever you're listening to it and please be kind rewind and this has been the Talkbuster Podcast Live thank you guys Yay! yay